All right, uh, let's start the show. Let's do it. This we're is the uh, better about this. Yeah, we're getting way better about this. This is what our third week in the ro- in a row. I think so. This is uh, this is impressive. We're trying uh, something new this week, as we have every week, uh, and we're recording this over uh, ZenCaster. So I can't yes. see you, but we can hear each other, and you sound no, I mean, uh, I... you sound you sound more clearer than usual. Yeah, you, it, it sounds like you're you're in the room with me. It's great. Uh, it truly, I, I feel such a closeness to you right now. Indeed, you're just in my ears. <laughs> uh, so, how's your day been? Uh, pretty pretty unremarkable, I've got to say. Uh, aside from aside from the classes being canceled and the near tornado that we yeah, we, it was a it was a very near tornado for me. Yeah, yeah, much more, much more so for you than me. Uh, yeah, how was it out in Lexington? Uh, it was, it was. Uh, I, I don't think, I don't think I would have noticed if we hadn't been watching the weather. Uh, but basically, there was a probable tornado about ten miles uh, east of us. The storm was uh, sorry, ten miles west of us, and the storm was moving east. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it sort of pittered out, and then. Uh, passed over us, and then there was danger of a tornado to the west of us. So we managed to escape right in the middle of that. Uh, but I think most of it's passed by this point, but there might be a little bit more later on in the evening. It's been some crazy weather, though. Yeah, it, it definitely has been. And we were driving in similar yeah. weather on Monday. On Monday. That was crazy. That was the worst rain I've ever experienced or driven in. Oh, yeah. For sure, uh, I mean, like you know, we I couldn't see two car lengths ahead of me for a while there. No, it was awful. Um, but I, it was, I, it was I pretty was... much it was that bad today as well, um, and, it, and there was also hail, and yeah, it, it was a whole event, and then all the flooding in Colombia that definitely <laughs> resembled the the thousand year flood we had a, a year and a half ago. It's been a was Colombia still flooded? Years. Uh, I don't think I don't think it's still flooded. Um, okay. So it, it looks like classes will be on at the university, and and the government offices should be all back open again. That's tomorrow. good. So we won't we won't lose too much time. Right. And there's not a whole lot of time left to lose, considering right. that, uh, <laughs> that the semester ends. Uh, Pretty Very much, soon. yeah. Pretty much in in w- way too short in order here. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And, and and speaking to the hail, we got like quarter sized hail out here. I I heard I heard reports around us of like ping pong ball and golf ball sized hail. Oh no! Uh, so I put I went out before the storm really picked up and put uh, cardboard and tarps and drop cloths and comforters over my cars in the driveway yeah. so that they wouldn't get hail damaged. That's a that's a good call. Yeah, we we moved all of the cars, put them under the carport or as, you know, as many as we could as fit many under as you the carport. <laughs> um which was about 2 and a quarter cars. Uh <laughs> <laughs> whose 2 and a quarter car got under the carport? Uh, it was my car, Coleman's car. And uh, my and then Matt's car. Uh, Matt had the quarter car under. Not Harry. No, not Harry. Harry. Harry, uh, Harry didn't care. 
Harry so. got gypped. Yes, indeed. But uh, but Coleman's new Volvo definitely deserves to be under the uh, under the yeah. under the carport. Indeed, yeah, it's it's a nice car. But, so yeah. Uh, yeah, so what what do we have on the docket for this week? Well, for a change of pace, I think you have some topics for this week. Yeah, I, I do, actually. Um, and you sent them to me. Um, so I'm let's, – let's kick off number three first. Uh, I picked up a copy of the Poisonwood Bible like we had discussed in two episodes ago. I believe so. I believe so, yeah. Two episodes ago. Uh, and without power for – like three hours earlier today, I read the first chapter. Okay. And I really love her writing style. Yeah. Have you read any of it yet? That's uh, Barbara Kingsolver. Um, yes. Yeah, I – in this, we're talking about the Poisonwood Bible. Um, I think you already said that. I'm not sure. But, right. Um, no, I – so actually my copy just came in today. And so I haven't actually had okay. a chance to start reading it yet, but it's uh, just the structure of it looks really interesting. So like the first chapter is, uh, you know, called Genesis, I believe. Um, uh, yes. Or is it? Uh, no, the first chapter is the uh, the main character's name. Yes, Orleana Price. Okay. Yes, thank you. Um, I but feel yeah, like you're I... gonna you're gonna either love or hate this book in the first chapter. You're gonna yeah. know really quickly. I've been told that I will love this book uh, by many people, so I'm, I'm hoping they, they don't let me down. But it sounds, uh, you know, it, it looks really interesting, and it's a, it's a good-sized novel, too. Like, it's uh, it's close to 600 pages, I think, so. I'm uh, yeah, it's, it's really... I'm, I'm really looking to dig into it, um, but really enjoyed that first chapter, so I'm definitely not sad about reading further. Yeah, I, I can't wait. Right now, I'm actually I'm reading The Bloody Chamber by Angela Carter. Um, I've never heard of that. It is, uh, I believe it's a mid-1970s uh, book. Uh, anyway, it's like, it's a collection of, uh, of modernized fairy tales. You know, basically, I think it, she draws primarily from the grim fairy tales, as well as um, okay. there, there's some other older... Um, like Eastern European uh, fairy tales that I hadn't heard of that she's also drawing from. Thing? Do what? Is that some kind of Eastern thing? <laughs> yeah, that's some kind of Eastern thing, dude. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you eat the bar, and sometimes, well, he eats you. I'm sorry, I completely derailed your intelligent conversation. There, continue. I mean, the Big Lebowski is pretty intelligent. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's bloody chamber. It's really, it's really interesting. It's it's very disturbing and violent, and uh, you know, like as all good most fairy tales, like most fairy tales are. Um, so yeah, I've been I've been enjoying it. I'm actually reading it for uh, one of my English courses right now, and we're wrapping it up tomorrow. And then I think finally I may have a chance to start reading the Poisonwood Bible this weekend. Uh, so I'm looking forward right, to that. Great. So we'll take we'll take uh we'll take a good chunk of time to get through that and maybe uh come back to this as a regular segment on the show for a while. Yeah, I think so. Cuz I think it might be fun to have a little regular segment on our show. I think that would be a good time on our show of disorder. Yeah, speaking of okay, disorder. Your... Uh, okay. Let's see. 
which of these which of these other points to go over um i'm really interested in utopia and trader joe's because i uh, really want to know where you're going with this okay <laughs> yes so you, you've been to trader joe's right many times okay so you know i have strong opinions about trader joe's everything in trader joe's is uh, the Trader Joe's brand, with I think very few exceptions, with maybe Chiquita Bananas as the exception. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, it's just like um, it's it's this very weird experience because I went I went shopping at Trader Joe's over the weekend, and you go in there and it's like you're in the Truman Show, and I feel this way every time I go into Trader Joe's. It's like I'm entering a like utopia where everything is just like Trader Joe's. And uh, I, I want to get your opinion on this because it's the same thing. It's not quite the same thing with like Whole Foods, but it all, it all plays into this, uh, this, like, this, uh, this idea that health is like the ultimate sort of um, like goodness that you can achieve. Um, and like that the only... Like if we're if we're talking about this, um, I guess like on a spirit in a spiritual sort of way, like the only sin that you can commit now is a like a sin against uh, your health, and, and, and you know that's like the new that's like the new religion in some ways. What you're getting anyway. at is that is that redemption comes through drinking green juice. That's right. That's right. Um, Which so... if, uh, there are a lot of layers to that actually, but. <laughs> So, uh, Trader Joe's, they are Whole Foods budget brand, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I have stronger opinions about Whole Foods than I do about Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me I, too. Um, uh, I, I... Don't, me get, don't get me wrong. I, I love Trader Joe's. I got my food I, there I, for the week for very cheaply. I prefer Trader Joe's to Whole Foods. Um I loathe Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah, with a, with yeah, Whole, a, with Whole a Foods. Very distinct and particular passion. Uh, it, it, it it takes the same. Uh, it's the same part of me that like uh, really hates Christian rock. Oh yeah. Oh god, you know, you know I what hate I mean? Christian rock. I do. I do know exactly what you mean. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's that this... same section of me that hates Whole Foods. It's this special kind of fakeness. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, everyone at Whole Foods, uh, I, I feel like everyone that shops at Whole Foods as a, as a mantra. Do you know what I mean? That there's those people <laughs> yep. that there's plenty of people that shop at Whole Foods because they buy a few things that they like at Whole Foods, and that's fine. Like there's some things you can get at Whole Foods that you can't get elsewhere, and I'm totally okay with that. And I've shopped at Whole Foods. I've bought things at Whole Foods. But then there's those people that have sort of this mantra of Whole Foods where they buy everything from Whole Foods and they are, like, indoctrinating themselves in Whole Foods. Yes. I, mm, I'm uh, not yeah. down with that. I'm not now, about that. Now, Trader Joe's, and, and that, I think, is, is where the utopia, quote-unquote, in your, in your topic title comes from. Uh, that sort of, you know, we're shopping at this, at this place that promotes health and, uh, and, and wellness and and fresh foods, but it's really just, it's, it's all driven by capitalism. And Oh yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But I, yeah. Trader Joe's, I much prefer. 
Oh yeah, I Trader Joe's. Is. But they have they have they have good stuff. They have fun stuff. Trader Joe's is great. I, I like it's it's kind of an escape, honestly. Uh, but it's also a very weird kind of escape because it it does have that kind of like a weird utopia feel to it, where like it's I it's am the getting closest all, thing. I'm getting it's the all closest Trader thing to an Joe's Apple brand. Store. Yes, it's the Apple Store of foods. I think we've yeah, talked about it's the about closest this thing we have yet. But yeah, it's the Apple Store of food stores. Yes, which now, which I don't but, mind. No, I don't mind it either. If we're really going to talk about great, great food stores, we have to talk about Publix. Where shopping is a pleasure. Shopping is, in fact, a pleasure at Publix. <laughs> so if you're not in the southeast, right? They're only in the southeast, right? I'm, I'm pretty certain, yeah. So if you aren't in the southeast, like including Florida and I think it's – I don't even think it goes any further west than South Carolina. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It might go into Georgia. I, I don't know. Maybe. It probably does go into Georgia. But anyway, if you are not located in the southeast, which I'm assuming most of our listeners are at this point. I, I would venture to guess. By the way, I, I would like to take this moment. Um, if you uh, If you are listening to the podcast, we would love to hear from you. We are on uh, Twitter at um, – I don't remember our handle. Yeah, we'll put that Do in the show notes. Do you remember the notes. handle? Uh, <laughs> I think it – is it uh, TFNGR uh, talking for TFNGR. no good reason? Is that it? <laughs> that sounds right. Hold on. Let me let me do a quick search. This is, this is live fact-checking. Hold on. This is real good right here. Mm, yep. I can't remember <laughs> real my own Twitter handle. Real good podcasting skills. TFNGR. Yes, it, we are at Talking for No on Twitter. Talking for No. Okay. Talking, talking for No. Yes, we are at Talking for No on Twitter. Um, and we would love to. Uh, we would love to hear from you and, and let us know that you're watching the show, and we would love feedback. Watching the show, listening to the show, watching the show, listening to the show. Watch it with your ears, people. So anyway, That's Publix. Right. Um, yes, coming back around. Where shopping, that. where shopping truly is a pleasure. If you yeah. have not experienced the joys of the Publix Deli sub sandwich, uh, that is a gift from God, right there. You have not truly lived if all you've ever had is is Subway or or oh. uh, or Jimmy John's or Oof. even Jersey Mike's. Mm. You have experienced nothing compared to the Publix deli sub sandwich and their fried chicken they their their entire deli is is uh, a little taste of heaven it is mm. so great i get and my bread there yeah i get my bread i get yes. my cheese my lunch meat oh, yeah. uh, all of that from from their deli it's, it is wonderful and on um, top of that their stores are clean the people that work there are pleasant they're not even most, paying most, us to promote this right now. Exactly, um, they're not, and we're we're doing it. We should get Publix to sponsor us. We should shout uh, out to Publix, the, sponsor us. Publix, Publix carries Nusa yogurt, which is oh. indigenous to Colorado. And I have just they carry on, it. I have just gotten onto it. Do you know who else carries really? Nusa? Who? Walmart. What? So have we talked about the Walmart home order? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think – well, I no, we haven't, but I have heard of it. Okay, so on Walmart, you can go online, and you can fill up a shopping cart with, with your food order, and you can send it in, 
and someone at the local Walmart will walk the aisles and pick up your food items for you and put them all on uh, like a hand truck and a pallet, and you pay online, and you tell them when you'd like to come pick it up, and you drive up, and you pick it up. And you what is this called? You never have to get out of your car. Uh, I'm not sure what it's called exactly, but it's it's like the Walmart uh, home deliver home order, Walmart grocery. Walmart food pickup. Walmart free grocery pickup. Walmart oh, man, free I'm, grocery I'm pickup. going to do this right now. Now, because, you know, Walmart, Walmart is a terrible place to shop for food, but they have better prices. Right? That, that is true. This is just turning into one big infomercial, I feel like. I know. But okay. if, they don't, if they don't have a particular item, you can say, yes, you can substitute this, and they can only substitute it for an, a similar item of a higher value. Ooh. So sometimes you okay. make out even better. If you buy the generic brand, you get the name brand. You know what I mean? Yes. You ha- you have to try this. Oh. Everyone should try this if the- if their local Walmart uh, uh, supports it. I believe my local Walmart does support this. This is it very is, exciting. It is super worth it. You should totally check it out. And I think it's I think you only have to order like thirty bucks worth of stuff. It's like not a crazy amount, and there's no charge. Well, that is absolutely worth it because I always spend at least thirty bucks on groceries. Oh yeah, um, you can't not. No, that uh, but is yeah, that, amazing. That, Im- that improves. Uh, that has improved our lives over here so so much. Wow, that is great. I just made my account with them right now. Walmart <laughs> Grocer- live on the show. Grocery.walmart.com, people. That is all that, you have to I do. Will, I I haven't been good about doing this lately, but I will put that in the show notes. Good. Yes, put that in the show notes. Well, that All was right. great. Um, All that right. was a great. That was a great discussion. We got really passionate about groceries. Yes. Well, it's it's an important part of life. Um, um, so your number one topic, uh, figuring out when to stop something slash make adjustments. Yes. I would love to hear about you on this. So uh, yeah, I so I recently have had to do this. Um, <laughs> I've had to figure out when to stop something and make adjustments. So as we've been discussing for the past few weeks, um, it's I've become a regular a, podcast topic for us. Yes. Somewhat uh, of a theme my, for this show. Indeed. So my, the Kickstarter for my film exit night, uh, right. It, it's been doing like pretty well, better than I guess I expected. Uh, we're, we are almost to $4,000, almost to $4,000 of our $15,000 goal, but we only have, 10 days left in the campaign right now. Right. Uh, so I've had to figure out, you know, when to stop it or like if I should stop it and then like what adjustments I need to make going forward. So I have pretty much figured out that, uh, you know, we're, we're going to let this sort of ride itself out because there's not really, there's not really any point in putting any more effort into it because we're not going to be able to generate, uh, you know, $11,000 more over the next 10 days. So right. there, there's that. And then, you know, figuring out, you know, based off of this, okay, we got 4000 and, you know, we're obviously not going to get any of that. But going forward, how can we, how can we change this? You know, reducing the amount of money that we're trying to raise, uh, doing different fundraisers, um, you know, that doesn't involve, uh, 
Kickstarter or an actual like pledging online, but would involve like someone actually writing us a physical check in person, you know, putting a face to a name. Um, and so, right. Because yeah. you've, you've managed to, you've managed to pull together like uh, what is it? It's around $4,000. Right. Of contributions. And obviously the way the Kickstarter works, you don't get any of that money. Right. But for what it's worth, you were able to get $4,000. Yeah, exactly. You were able to get $4,000 of people's belief in you with this abstract idea. And you guys still want to make the film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're still going to try to make it regardless. Um, we're just going to have to get a little bit more creative. <laughs> so have you considered uh, any sort of specific uh, ways to, to get this funded in the future? Or if you don't, if you don't want to bring that up at this point, or you haven't thought about it, that's fine too. Yeah, I mean, one thing that we have sort of explored is is hosting, you know, uh, fundraising events like parties, like nice, nice, uh, like cocktail sort of parties, um, where uh, that's a very you know you would go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, you know, where we would actually perhaps already be in production, show part of the film, give a speech. And, you know, have people invited who would have the means to contribute, you know, on the spot. Uh, we're not sure how that's going to look yet or what, you know, if that's something that we would even try. Um, right. But, yeah, we're, we're, we're figuring out how to make the adjustments right now. But mm-hmm. um, I think, you know, and that goes for anything. Like, you have to figure out, you know, when, when it's time to just let something go and stop and then you know, either come back to it or not to make the adjustments. Uh, and what, if, if you could sort of bring it back to a, uh, a moment or a thing, what, when did you, when did you sort of have this change of mind where you were sort of switched from pushing to reach the goal and sort of accepting that it wasn't going to get there and figuring out what you can learn from it and how you can move forward. Right. I mean, probably figured out that it was time to stop, you know, roughly when we had, probably when we had about 20, when, I guess when we reached about the halfway point, which was about 18 days left in the campaign, because I knew right, that... Right, when, when you were halfway through the time, but you were not halfway through the goal. <laughs> right. And that was yeah. kind of, okay, <laughs> this is probably not going to happen. And, you know, we we also had some circumstantial things that that came up like we we switched uh we should we switched uh campaign runners during the middle of of or at the very beginning of the of the campaign um just because right. we we wanted to change things a little bit and uh, also going into it i probably should have known that we um we didn't have the social media structure or network to really reach the goal uh that we had set to begin with right. um you know, but all of this is, it, it is a big learning process. You know, this is our first time launching anything like this. Also the first time making, trying to make a feature. And it's all, uh, it's all very, uh, you know, it's, it's all a big learning experience, which is, is good. Um, and, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I, I kind of want to, I want to tie this back to, to sort of our our 
uh, I hate to call it, it's our main podcast theme so far in our, what, six episodes that we've recorded? Five or six? Is this five? Yeah. Who knows? It doesn't matter. Um, where we've where we've talked about our, our going to college and having to maintain expectations and set new goals. Yep. Uh, and I, and I really like the way that you've, you've phrased this podcast topic of, uh, figuring out when to stop something slash make adjustments. Um, yep. And what we've talked about so far is sort of a reality check mindset, if you will, where, 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 um, you've hit a, a, a brick wall. Yeah. And you can't figure and you you can't keep going in one direction. You need to move. You need to change directions. Right. You're you're, you're going to do more harm than good if you keep going, you know. Exactly. But where this is where this idea is more of being one step ahead of that so that you can rather than having to make a complete right turn, you can swerve a little bit to evade the wall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you could, because you have, what, 18, 12, 12 days left? We have, uh, as of tomorrow, Thursday, April 6th, we'll have uh, nine days. Okay. So you have, like, nine days left. You could be pushing really, really, really hard to try and get this funded. Yeah, but... But at this point, that's probably not the best choice to make. Slash the best use of, of my energy you right. know, in, you know, for this project. Right, exactly. And and that sort of ties back into, uh, and we've talked about this before, so if you've listened to the past episodes, you know this, that that, that, that ties back into this uh, idea, this, this, this the, these decisions that you and I have made uh, specifically this year, uh, where you've dropped back your English double major to a minor. Yeah. And I switched into a major that was much more uh, pertinent to my abilities and my interests. Not so that we wouldn't, not so that, uh, not to reduce the work we were having to do, but just so we could refocus on really what fomenting the skills that we're that we are interested in improving in. Right. I mean, if yeah, for for that and for efficiency's sake as well, I would say. I mean, that's right. Also, a big uh, that's also a big consideration. And and at least for me making that decision before there was sort of before it was a before it was a forced choice being able to meditate on that for a while and you know really explore your options and figure out what's the best way to go rather than getting to a hard brick wall and having to and you know going oh shit what do i do now you know what i mean uh, yeah no absolutely because you you don't and certainly oftentimes you do get to that point but Oh, absolutely. If, if and, and a lot of times you can't see it coming. Right. So you get but, to that point. But when you can see it coming, I think it's I, – I, I've had good experience so far with taking it slow and trying to figure out how to sort of, you know, gently swerve around the wall rather than slamming on the brakes and making a complete right-angle turn. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and that is – yeah, and, and that's kind of – what what I was saying too is like, yeah, figuring out when to stop something, figuring out when you should stop something, and then figuring out how to ch- change your approach. You know, I think that's and that that can be applied to anything. Right, and 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 this also sort of brings up for me this idea of 
not all hard work is is inherently good. Ah, uh, yes, that I that <laughs> that was another thing that I meant to write down for today, actually, <laughs> but uh, but didn't. But yeah, so say but, more know, about that. Absolutely, hard work is is necessary. You know, if you if setting goals and working as hard as you can to achieve those goals, um, you know, is is the way I can see it right now my ticket to a happy life and success um at least a success happy life is a whole different discussion that's a philosophical podcast that we're not going to get into now (laughs) what is happiness really but uh getting (laughs) but you know hard work hard work isn't necessarily the right choice if you aren't doing the right work yeah if hard work for the sake i I want to make sure that that i'm not that i'm speaking that Yes. No, I mean, absolutely. Hard work just for the sake of hard work is, has no, it has no intrinsic value and it has, it also has no, uh, it has no real, um, instrumental value either. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And that, um, yeah, you can't just do hard work for hard work's sake. And the hard work, and I've found myself getting lost in the hard work, and no longer oh. evaluating the work I'm doing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, me, me too. Where, me too. <laughs> specifically for like... me, and the example that's jumping into my mind about this is uh, last semester when I was uh, working a job at the state house and had the full class load, was trying to do a bunch of things at once. Mm-hmm. And barely had time. You know, I was going from, you know, basically from like 8 in the morning till 10 o'clock midnight most most weekdays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that on, a, that, on that Monday to Thursday. We didn't see much of each other last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. But like on that Monday to Thursday, I was just sort of head down, get through the week. And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I was so burned out that I wasn't I didn't I didn't have any time at the end of the week or at the end or at the end of any day to sort of reflect on what I had accomplished. Yep. So things started slipping through the cracks cuz I was just I had this sort of illusion of work. Do you know what I mean? And 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 I had this and, sort of and, illusion illusion that I was that that my uh that my weeks were hard and I was tired at the end of them, so I was making progress. Right. Yeah. And that's a total lie. Uh, you know, oftentimes at least. And right. You have to have at least some sort of space or distance from what you're doing in order to actually see the progress that you're making. And, and that, that totally happened to me this semester. Um, or the progress that you're not making. Yeah. Or or, yeah. Or the progress that you're not making. (laughs) The flip side of that, that's, that's much less attractive. Um, you know, obviously reflecting on, progress you're making is much more affirming than reflecting on all this hard work you've done that's brought you nowhere right um yeah so definitely overextending yourself is is not going to you know and working hard for the sake of working hard is not going to get you anywhere you know there needs to be actual purpose in what you're doing Right, and I, and I, I'm, I'm trying to think of a better way to say that because I want to, I, I, I want to sort of avoid the, the idea of quote unquote purpose. But I think that I think that's that's the best way I can come up with to say it right now is that you know, 
basically, if there was going to be any life advice from this, and please, for the love of God, don't listen to our life advice. Do not. Um, it would be, you know, work hard, and I'm saying this is uh, more to myself than anyone else. Work hard, and at the end of the day, evaluate what you've done that day or that week or that month, and ask yourself, did anything actually get accomplished? Yeah. Did. Because because if, if nothing got accomplished, you've gotten to the end of the day and you're tired for no reason. You're burned out. Evaluate and, and change something if it's not working. And I think that that's um, – and, and I really like the, the sort of tie that you made between that and your Kickstarter, that this Kickstarter you, – you worked hard on this. You did the best that you could with the resources you were given. You showed up with, you know, four thousand dollars right now with a little over a week left, and that's that's no small accomplishment. But rather than keeping your nose to the ground and trying to get as many people as you can, and at this point, to see it not fund at you know five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars rather than four thousand dollars, instead take that, save that time and energy, apply it somewhere where it's going to be more effective. Yeah, and reflect and and see what you can learn from that Kickstarter not being funded, you know, write your blog post. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, failure in that, in that way is, is super important. And I learn way more from my failures than I do from my successes. And I know that sounds really cliche, but sometimes it, it you does. need the humbling, ex you need the humbling experience of failure in order to be, in order and, to be teachable by your failures. Yes, and sometimes your your failures need to be spectacular. Uh, in, oh, in, please! The in, the more spectacular, the better. It, absolutely. The absolutely. more spectacular, the more public. The better it is. Uh, and I mean, and and you're, it, <laughs> and and you're in you know in nine days you you're you're setting you're preparing yourself for a a, a fairly public failure. Oh yeah, I, I, which I is knew what, that. <laughs> which yeah. is what the blog post is for. That's right. Yeah, and and I I knew that uh, knew that going into this. So so that so that you can post on your Facebook page. The Kickstarter didn't end. Here are my thoughts. Yep. Twenty three yep. things you'll only get if you're a '90s kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So I I will be uh I will be writing that blog post at at some point and. Uh, to, and addressing my spectacular public failure. I think that uh, I think that this has been a a lovely tight episode with some with some good fun parts and some good uh, and some good deep thinking parts. Indeed. Uh, and so yeah, um, if you're listening, we would love to hear from you on Twitter at talking for no. At talking for no, I know that's a difficult at, Twitter handle, but uh, we would we would really love no. to hear from, from also anyone free. who's listening to the podcast. Yes, and and feel free to read along with uh, with us in the Poisonwood Bible, uh, which hopefully I'm going to be able to start this weekend. Yes, uh, and and also uh, follow uh, Herman on Twitter at Herman G Phillips. And, and follow me uh, me on Twitter at happydude1022. 
uh, and you know, again, we would love to hear from you. Uh, and and subscribe and uh, rate the show on uh, iTunes. That helps us out. All right. Take have a good week, right. everyone. Uh, yeah, and uh, good evening. <laughs>